You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We'll take a class together and we will lift it to the good life and as we're lifting it we will most sincerely say we'll take a glass together this is equity one broadway's happy hour pour yourself a drink and join us as we chat about life theater and and everything in between i'm elliot maddox and i'm caleb dickey join us for your equity one Welcome to this week's episode of Equity One. We have our special guest with us, Brian J. Markham. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hi, how are you? Welcome <laughs> to good. the podcast. Thanks for doing this. Thanks, I'm glad to be here. I know we grabbed you while you're in a, in the midst of a busy week yeah. here in the city of auditions. and Just a few, just a few. Just yeah. sitting, listening to lots of people sing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dancing a bit. Yeah. Only good. a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, just doing, just doing my little, my little part. What are you trying to cast? Um, I'm casting two shows for Alpine Theater Project, which is this great little theater in Whitefish, Montana, that some friends of mine started. Um, God, it's been probably 15, 20 years now. Um, and we're doing Smokey Joe's and Matilda, and they run in rep, so... Oh, 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 I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So honing the cast of Smokey Joe's into Matilda, and also there's a play and a one-man play that I don't have to deal with. But that's good. Um, so yeah, trying to figure out who's wow. You know, Shimmy Girl is also like uh, uh, Mrs. Wormwood. <laughs> yes. right. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's, well, it's interesting. Sm- Mrs. Wormwood yeah. fits nicely into a um, into a Smokey Joe's world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Right. So, uh, again, like the Brenda Braxton role is going to be Miss Honey. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, it gives the, an actress mm-hmm. a nice arc over the summer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they feel really fulfilled in all areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's fun. You know, uh, being back and hearing people sing, there's just so many good people. Yes. So much. Good Everyone's work. good now. Like Everyone is good. Yeah. I look at you, too. And everyone else that you audition with, and think if I had to do it now, I would never work. <laughs> like when I did, um, you know, uh, Newsies at Wichita last year, uh-huh. and all these kids are like dancing and singing oh and flipping god. and like, and I was like, oh my god, I would never be able to work these days. I just think like the, just the <laughs> expectations are very yeah. different. Yeah, 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 and because there are like so many training programs, like every college has every a college music has theater something. department. Yeah. And they're getting more and more competitive. Like, 
the kids are having to get more and more competitive to get into the schools they want, and oh, that yeah. makes them like already more competitive yeah. so when they move here. I mean, <laughs> it's interesting because I, you know, I teach now at Syracuse University. Yes, mm-hmm. the department there, uh, and we are just we just finished our um, auditions for next year's incoming freshmen, mm-hmm. and we pre-screened eight hundred and fifty people. We saw in person from those 850 people about 400, and we take 25. Wow. And, um, you know, every school's like that. Yeah. We take more than most. Some places take six or or 12. 12. Yeah. Uh, So it's, you know, it is tough. So Everyone when wants to do pre-screening, it. what do you do in a pre-screen? That's they have to, to I know, they have to send a video in. I, every school is different. Yeah. Uh, they send a video in uh, with a song and uh, monologues and a uh, dance snippet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, see, just to show the best that they can do. Uh, and some of them are pretty good, and some of them yeah. need yeah. a little bit more work. I mean, they're yeah. like 17 yeah, yeah, they don't like... know. They don't know what they don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, so it, it's interesting. But again, you see some really good kids because the training in high school is getting so much better. Yeah, too. because the 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 you know after school programs are better, yeah. or the children's theater and totally. whatever USA is much better because yeah. it's like people who who did it who started children's theater. So you know, it just backs up, and then everything gets everyone's good, and you're like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> It's am- I mean, it's amazing, you know. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but it, yeah. it, it, it has. Been, I feel like the city right now. I don't know if I'm the only one who feels it. It feels very saturated right now. It feels like it feels so very crowded. Like, it's it's the. I think it's the time of year too. It's sure. like a lot. There's a lot yeah. of auditions happening, so yeah. Pearl gets yeah. very full. We yeah. also there's this new um, ruling coming in with equity that if once you get 25 weeks, you can join the union instead of the original 50. 50. Right. So now we have a lot more union members. Yeah, which is coming, crazy. which so is great. Good. Yes, I it's think it's good. good. Well, I think the more people are union, hopefully more producers will get more contracts because that would be nice. But now so we'll the calls are larger. <laughs> they're full. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're more full. Right. So when I joined Equity, there was this thing called Equity uh, Equity Eligibility. Yeah. Mm. And I got my card through Music Theater Wichita from Mr. Wayne Bryant. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. My eligibility card. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think we which, all did. Mm-hmm. Which meant that you could go, you weren't full equity, but you could yeah. go audition with equity members at equity calls. There was no like waiting in line to see if they were going to see non-equity. Oh. Oh. You just went in. Equity members hated it, of course, because yeah. it made the calls huge. So that got fully, that, I mean, that, that didn't last very long. It went away. Yeah, transformed um, into the EMC. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but it was a great way to kind of like get your foot in the door way back in the day. Which is nice because I feel like when I did my first, when I was in OCU, um, and I did like a random audition during the spring break, and I was like, oh, like I really am on the right path yeah. of training yeah, to yeah. be with an equity member in those calls and be like, I'm going to hold my own. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's true. We always like to start every podcast with how did you get started in the arts as a child? Give us a little bit about. Oh, wow. Yeah, what, okay. what inspired you? Who inspired you? So there's uh when I was, I'm a very small, I'm from a very small town in Tennessee um, called Lexington, which is right smack dab in the middle of West Tennessee, halfway between Memphis and Nashville. I didn't know in the, Yeah, in the middle of nowhere. <clears throat> my parents and my brother, they still live there. And um, uh, there was um, a dance studio in town that the the, a teacher from Memphis would drive two hours every Wednesday to teach all, you know, after school till like nine o'clock and kids would go take dance class. And I had um, some friends of mine, uh, there was like a group of like seven boys in a tap class 
um, that uh, had, you know, they were taking, taken from Patricia's School of Dance. And uh, so I went to see their recital. I think I was about seven. And um, uh, my friend John Walker uh, invited me to go see his dance recital. And I remember like it was yesterday. I can remember where I was sitting in this old theater, like watching them do their thing. And it was full. So I had to sit in like four or five rows, rows in front of my mom. Mm-hmm. And so at intermission, I kind of danced my way back to her. And I was like, mm-hmm. I want to do that. Because I loved it. I loved watching them. And mm-hmm. they was, you know. Uh, and after intermission, I went back and I sat down and intermission started and they had invited a, an older person from Memphis, mm-hmm. uh, from the studio in Memphis to come and be like the special guest. And it was this guy who's funnily enough, his name was also John Walker. Hmm. And he yeah. did this tap dance in, um, in this like baby blue tuxedo. And again, like I can see it, like uh, it was yesterday. He d- did the solo, and I could see him like spinning around the stage, and and I was like, wow, I want to do that. I want to be able to do that. It looked like Fred Astaire, mm-hmm. and I didn't even know who Fred Astaire was at that time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but then I started taking, and uh, you know, it was a bunch of us. There was like, I think it ended up being like you know, twelve of us guys, and we would do these like numbers where we we're like the. Cow, uh, the cowboy football team, and there were like the cheerleaders, and you know we were in yeah, the, the oh, sure, yeah, yeah. You know, it was Tennessee mm-hmm. in the early in the early eighties. You know, right, so it right. wasn't like super acceptable. So they were like, make it as uh, as butch, as as butch and yeah. uh, <laughs> sports as sports oriented, or you know, top hat and cane heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, classic. Sure, everything, every classic, yeah. yeah. So, which was awesome, you know. And I kept going on, and, and every year, a few of other guys would drop off, and finally, by the time I was probably in sixth or seventh grade most people had stopped and I just kept going mm-hmm. and I was the only boy who danced in, in uh, Lexington Tennessee maybe ever um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I kept on through high school and then uh, I had friends who went to OCU mm-hmm. Oklahoma City University uh, who came from that Patricia's Pat- Patricia Williams School of Dance in Memphis and uh, they had they were going to OCU and they said you know you should come audition uh, so I went and I auditioned and I, um, we auditioned on the Kirkpatrick stage. Cool. I remember being there. The, uh, I could, again, it's one of those moments, those defining moments, sitting on the stage, not knowing what I was. I had no idea what I was doing, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I took dance, you know, all through high school, but it was it was a recreational dance program. It mm-hmm. wasn't like mm-hmm. you weren't there five days a week. You were there maybe two days a week, and mm-hmm. you took a, a class that was an hour and a half long that had tap jazz and ballet in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Change Absolutely. your shoes. Yeah, right. Change your shoes. Seriously. Yeah. 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 And so I was on stage that, for my audition, wearing a dance belt for the very first time. Mm-hmm. I had on tights that I never wore tights before. And I was like, ah. I had my white t-shirt on that I was supposed mm-hmm. to wear, but it was out. And I was like, ah. And my cross of my tights was down between my knees. I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. What am I doing here? I was a hot mess. Mm-hmm. I, I was terrible. <laughs> Awful. But I, then I put on my little tap shoes and my pants and my red and white striped jacket and I did my tap solo that we had to do. You know, mm-hmm. you always have to do a 30 right. minutes solo. Or yeah. a minute 30 minutes solo. Minute solo. 30, oh my God. 30 God. <laughs> Sorry, 30 seconds or a minute. Right, whatever, whatever it was. Uh-huh. On that stage and, you know, I sold it. Did you it. bring like a little like cassette and you had to like... It was like a cassette. It was cassettes back then. This was, this was uh, 90, 90, 1990. Yeah. Yeah, 1990. And uh, I... Um, I did my little tap dance, and I think they still have that video because Dean Bedford was like, I'm going to show that. I was like, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so uh, that's kind of how I started. I mean, I did lots of like community theater in Lexington. There was a little, it was called the Lexington Little Theater Communities Theater, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I did Cinderella and I was young Patrick in name, and mm-hmm. which, you know, my, my dear friend Diane Helms uh, is still like, uh, uh, she's still in Tennessee somewhere. And we still have that moment where like, you're my name and mm-hmm. you're my mm-hmm. Patrick. You know? So uh, um, it, it, was, it was a great uh, start, you know. Um, it wasn't too like full tilt because we just we just didn't have what we have now. You know? Yeah, no one tilted back then. Yeah, there were no tilts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, but it was a, it was a good start, and then I it went through OCU, and then really my real I have to you know I attribute a lot to to music theater Wichita, as we all do. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying like he uh, Wayne Bryan gave me my kind of he was like the start of my career there. You know. Yeah. I did musicals in college, but you know, I, uh, and, and Lynn Kramer was my tap teacher in Joe Rowan's ballet, and I, you know, I attribute everything to them. Yeah. Um, uh, learning what I needed to learn. Yeah, and then just transitioning from there to you know, I did some theme park work, and then moved to New York, and then mm-hmm. there you are. History was made. <laughs> yeah. What was your time like at OCU? Uh, as a student? Yeah, and then, well, and also, like, how, and because if, if people don't know, you also were a professor there. Yeah. So what were some of the changes you saw as, you know, seeing, experiencing a place as a student? Yeah. And then coming back later? Um, as a student, again, when I got there, I didn't know, uh, I honestly was so green, I didn't know what I was doing. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, it, was a, it was a great place for me to go as a young dancer who didn't know much about musical theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I knew musicals, but I didn't know any kind of music theory. Or And I always sang, but I sang in church. And I took voice lessons in Tennessee. But, it, you know, uh, um, I didn't really know what the, the life of a musical theater artist was going to be. Um, and the approach at OCU and the dance department, anyway, was very much like I was brought up. Like, you do, you work hard, you show up. You know, Joe's, uh, yeah. Joe Rowan, who was like uh, a... a Kind of like the guru and the, the yeah. I don't even know. If you don't know business. Guru doesn't even like. If you don't know who Joe Rowan is, please Google image her yeah. right now. Yeah. Like, you'll get a good idea. Yeah. Of who, exactly There's no who one she like is. her. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and you know, uh, she's a terrific person, woman who started this program in I think the '80s and. Um, um, anyway, and, and, you know, we had so much in common because she's from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we, she, she said we always drank the same kind of water. And, um, uh, so we made this kind of thing. With this kind of, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. finger. Right. And she would always say, yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. Before she, like, knew my name. And I was like, yeah. But then, but then yeah. a part of Joe has so many, like, crazy stories. Oh, God. That, like, it's. So we are good. like, what's even real? Like, are you mm. telling, like, is this I all think it's real? all real. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's all, it's it's, all real. Um, she, she has had an it's amazing a, life. Amazing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so going, uh, you know, the way she structured the, sh- the the program was pretty rigid and intense, and it still is. Yeah. Um, but it was good for me, because uh, that's the reason I was there, was to learn to do this. And mm-hmm. you were so in it and entrenched in it that the four years flew by. I mean, uh, I was able to be in, uh, you know, I think I was in, Guys and Dolls and 
uh, uh, Carmen, Kiss Me Kate. I mean, we did some uh, Most Happy Fellow. We did some great, uh, and I'm on the uh, wall in some of those pictures. In, you are? In the lobby. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I, most of the time, I've got someone on my shoulders and my face is behind someone. I can see <laughs> my arm or something. But, um, uh, yeah, uh, and I, you know, I learned a lot there. I mean, I, I learned a lot. Um, mostly about the technique of dance, you know, um, uh, uh, yeah, about, about the technique and the work ethic, uh, mm-hmm. to be a performer and to, and to work well in this business and to be like Joe says, to be respected and to be liked, which is a huge thing in this business is that you have to have a great reputation, uh, because it follows you or precedes you actually, um, uh, so, you know, that was, that's what I learned there. Um, and then coming back to the program, you know, uh, to be a professor when I was there, we had like four levels of dance and there were like, there were two tap teachers and two jazz teachers and two ballet teachers. That was it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, over the 20 years I was gone or whatever, um, it blossomed into a 17 yeah. person full-time faculty in the dance program which is unheard of into those beautiful studios and a million dancers it feels like yeah, and yeah. Eight, eight, eight levels mm-hmm. eight, eight, eight levels of um every discipline ballet mm-hmm. tap jazz along with everything else and so it was a uh it was a lot of work for me to be there like um i loved it it was the only thing i knew as a you know in a, in a university like i went to school there so i knew the program really well Sure. So I knew yeah, how yeah. I knew how it worked. I didn't know how other programs worked. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I knew what I was getting into, which was going to be a lot of work, and I loved it. I I loved working alongside Joe. I loved the entire faculty. It's great there, um, and um, uh, you know. But we worked a lot mm-hmm. and asked a lot of the students. Totally. Um, and and they and most of the time the students stepped up. You have to. You uh, didn't. Did you teach any side classes? Like like you taught dance the, the or, men's theater dance uh-huh, and then the theater, theater dance. dance and but did you do any and... academic classes while you were there? I did not teach. Uh, I taught musicals for dancers. Oh, I remember from yes. three to five. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that needed to change. Uh, it was a great class. I love that class so much. Worst time of the week. I took that back in 2010 <laughs> with you. Yeah, like, like, a terrible yeah. time of yes. the week. Uh, everyone was freshman, me included. But I love that. I love that class so much. I love that um, class too. Because, you know, it was really like, uh, got, because uh, a lot of people in that department were dancers that came from, you know, the competition world and not nece- didn't necessarily know what that, what musicals meant or, but again, you know, earlier we were talking about how, how it's changed, you know, it's changed so much and how people are more, um, uh, informative about musical theater. Uh-huh. And I saw it in that class, like the first time I, t- the first year I taught it, I would say, how many people have seen a live musical? And there'd be like a handful of people who had like seen a Broadway musical or whatever on Broadway, had been to New York. Or mm-hmm. yeah. something. And then every year, the hands got more and more and more and more and more. And, more. and mm-hmm. you know, the first year, the people, I was like, what's your favorite musical? And they'd be like, West Side Story and Hello Dolly. And then it got more obscure with more people like Bat Boy and yeah. like, You're in Town. And then, <laughs> you know, and then so you, um, you know, last five years. And so it wasn't always just the big well-known musicals people were getting more um educated yeah Yeah. and so it was interesting to watch that progression but i love that class so much like teaching all the different musicals and all the different choreographers and Mm -hmm. you know of of old and and they were very nice about letting me change the program change that class a little bit because when it started uh it was it was the same i think i was one of the first people to take that class when i was a student and we basically watched musicals every day which was great too yeah 
Um, uh, and we watched some musicals and clips of musicals in my in my class, but. Um, We'd watch like the Tonys and then be yeah. like, "Let's talk about yeah, it." Yeah, we'd watch different clips and more more about the the dance of the musicals and mm-hmm. uh, less full musicals in the in the class. Mm-hmm. But we did a few of those. But and I got to teach with Rachel Suggs, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she was another person with so much in, in, insight from a different era. Too. Yeah, and so it was it was fun. I loved it. Um, but we miss New York and our our our. Uh, East Coast family and our friends and mm-hmm. and six, uh, we were there for six and a half years, which flew by. But I was working so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you were. I loved it, but I wore, I mean, I taught fifteen classes a week there, so it was it was mm-hmm. as does everyone on mm-hmm. faculty. It was a lot. It was a lot of work. Plus the company, which was awesome too. Um, and I had I left there with so much material. Yeah. You're like, what was the dance that I did in jazz two or whatever? Right, like, yeah, I, I have all my notebooks yeah. now. Yeah. I'm like, I just flip through something. I go, well, what about you say flip open? I'm like, okay, let's have about this. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, wait, that was, I don't like yeah. it. So anyway, good. then, so that's how I made it to Syracuse. We just wanted to get back east. We missed our friends. Mm-hmm. We wanted, the education system in Oklahoma is terrible. Uh, the um, and so there's a lot of controversy. Right, they're walking. They're, right those, yeah. those teachers are walking out. Yeah, which yeah. they should because they're like they pay. They're paid less than the people in West Virginia. Yeah, who right. walked out and got their five percent. You're like five percent. They should get a twenty five percent bonus. But anyway, so so we needed to get. Well, I have two kids too, so we wanted to have a better education yeah. for those those kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, so we wanted to find. I wanted to still do this. I love teaching in academia. And uh, so I was able to find a place that got us back closer to the to our friends on the East Coast yeah. and into a, you know into a, another place. I miss there are so many things about OCU that I miss. Mm-hmm. Um, and Oklahoma too, actually, the city of Oklahoma City was. Um, What's your favorite fast food that you miss from Oklahoma City? Fast food, like because there's you know, restaurants. Where's the restaurant capital? Right. I feel like there of Oklahoma City. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't. I don't really like fast food, but but Oklahoma City was a foodie town. It was a foodie right? town, exactly. and, and like independent, like and, and still like uh, even when we went back last year, we drove through for two days. There's I was like, oh, there's more so and more and more. more. Like they open these new like yeah. Tucker's onion burgers with. Oh, like, see Tucker's. You live by Tucker's. We lived by Tucker's. Like it, so it smelled uh, onion burgers. It smelled mm-hmm. like we every time you get out of the car, it smelled like we were at a fair. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm not it's mad not about awesome. It. Not always awesome. <laughs> yeah. But if you wanted an onion burger, and they had turkey onion burgers, so mm-hmm. we, it was great. Um, but there was so much like Stella's was my favorite was our favorite restaurant. What's Stella's? Stella's is in the Midtown District, okay, um, like next to Brown's Bakery or. Oh, we didn't venture. Um, to... It was what was oh, the so the good. burger place the McCormick's? No, oh, the... uh, Schmick, uh, yeah, right there. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, 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 Mc, yeah. McDonald's, uh, McNelly's, McNelly's, so yeah, Dollar up, Burger Night. It's like up. From there, oh, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. A, that was Dollar, a great. Those dollar burgers, Stella's was, Stella's it was, was like next designer? to like fourteen ninety two. No, it was a, it was across the street. I remember fourteen ninety two. I know, yeah, yeah it was right about. next to fourteen ninety two. I know what you're talking yeah. about, and it was great. It was like they always had like fresh, I mean, really great food. Like I miss muds, those hot dogs, uh, <laughs> big truck tacos. Big truck tacos was walkable from my house, so that was a yeah, good time. Lots of um, great food. Yeah, it really we also like live in New York. So yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> right. No. Great food here. Yeah, it's like, great food here too. Um, yeah, so they don't have novelty cups. So that's true. <laughs> yeah, yes. the mule. Yes, we live by the mule. Yeah, oh, you did. Yeah. yeah, I have a picture of my uh, uh, daughter who, at the time, probably was she was probably five or six, and she's holding that mule cup that says "W Jackass." Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
The meal is so good. There was a there was a time recently where I was like really I literally thought about the mule like every week. Yeah. Like I would like reminisce on it and be like, ah, oh, those grilled cheese. I want a macro or macaroni pony right now. You know what I mean? I just want my favorite sandwich. <laughs> And then, like, spicy tomato yeah, soup. Yeah, I do there miss that, stuff. We don't have that at Syracuse. In mm-hmm. Syracuse. We don't have, it's not a foodie town like that. Yeah. Uh, and it snows so much that all you want to do is stay inside. Ugh, so, but I, I uh, but, so, so when I, so the, the program I'm in now is a musical theater program, whereas it was, it was a dance program. So mm-hmm. it's, the focus is different. Um, and I love that program equ- equally. Uh, it's just different. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's, I'm teaching people who, more, uh, a different, uh, it's not just dancers. It's people who. Yeah. Understand musical theater. It's more bit. of a breadth of yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And... yeah, and it's uh, it's great. Um, uh, it's a much smaller department. Um, uh, again, like I say, we only take twenty five a year. Twenty five musical theater kids, and there's an acting program too, mm-hmm. and we only, and they take twenty five. So, um, and it's got it's it's it, we also have Syracuse Stage, uh, which is the Lord Theater mm-hmm. in, in our building. Oh, so great! It would be like having Lyric Theater in. The, the one the vast oh, sure. Wow, that's you know amazing. So it's all we all we share the shops, we share and we do co-productions like I'm doing Elf next year at Christmas time. Uh, and it'll be a co-production with New York actors as the leads and um, uh, we use the ensemble mm-hmm. for the students. Yeah. So uh, it's a great opportunity for the kids to to get to work with professionals. Yeah. yeah. And 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 uh, some of the shows at Syracuse Stage are just they just did a next to normal that mm-hmm. was Unbelievable, so good, uh, and really, really great plays. Like I just, they just did um, Raisin in the Sun, which is mm-hmm. beautiful. I mean, so many great things, so many great yeah. opportunities. Yeah, so it's great. It just snows a hell of a lot. We've had 131 <laughs> inches before I came I know. here. I can't believe that. Yeah. Before I came here, and I've been here for how many days? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. What is this? Wednesday. Uh-huh. Wednesday, and we've already had. There's 10 inches coming today, and there were like. Yeah. Five or six yesterday. See so. all the like big nor'easters that we were that yeah. New York City was like we're gonna, we're all gonna die. Mm-hmm. They, they, we didn't get anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you guys we got get it them, all. and then we yeah. also get because we get what's called lake effect, so it blows off of the Great Lakes, the mm-hmm. Ontario, whatever. Sure. And so it's pre- it's pretty and light, but it's just a lot of it. It's too much. Yeah, it's a lot. And they actually know yeah. how to deal with snow, so in Oklahoma they they're like we're closing because of a, a little yeah. bit. So you're um, to go Syracuse, closer. I think, has only closed. Syracuse University has only closed three times in the history of the university for snow. Wow, okay. And one of them was two weeks ago. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yay! History. <laughs> history being made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, let's, um, let's rewind. Backtrack, yeah. Oh, but you sorry, sorry. I know, no, the, the flow went naturally that way. Um, so, tell us about your journey when you like first moved to New York. Oh, yeah, sure. And uh, what that was like. And... I moved to New York in February of 1995. I just mm-hmm. was talking about this with someone else today. Um, I had been working at San, in San Antonio at a theme park called Fiesta, Texas. I had gone down there to Ooh. do, like, um, after, after I graduated, I, uh, I went to San Antonio. And then... That's next, uh, right? No, no. After I graduated, I went to MTW for my first year. I didn't, I didn't work there until my senior, senior year. Okay. So I went to MTW, uh, and then after MTW was done, I went back down to San Antonio to a theme park I'd worked at before mm-hmm. to do their holiday season, and to make some money to move to New York. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, in February, 
a bunch of us, uh, like a bunch of people from move from San Antonio, drove from San Antonio, picked me up in Tennessee. We drove up and picked someone in, up in, in Virginia. Wow. And it was me in a car following a U-Haul, pulling a car with a dog in it. I mean, it was a long trip all the way. A caravan. It took forever. <laughs> we got lost in some storm in West Virginia. Oh, and my whatever. God. But we finally made it. We found an apartment in, Bro- in Park Slope. Uh, before you got there or you got here no we 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 parked in Reading Pennsylvania at someone's house that someone else knew and we took the bus in um, we took the bus in from Reading Pennsylvania uh, into New York and we were all going to stay with people we knew there Mm -hmm. so I knew this guy from MTW uh, Frank Bayaki who lived down next to NYU he was going to NYU and so I stayed at his apartment and the four of us would meet up and we would uh, every morning and we would go look at these apartments all over the place Mm -hmm. We finally found this one in Park Slope, Brooklyn, which was, uh, it was a three, there were four of us, there was a three bedroom, and me and this girl um, were going to share uh, share this room, mm-hmm. um, and the other two guys would have their own room, and uh, uh, so we we did it, and then uh, we found it, and they, they went and they got the U-Haul truck that they brought, and all our stuff was on it, and we unpacked it, whatever, so we lived there, and then uh, I was only there for three months, and I remember being there at the end of three months going, okay, it's and I took class all the time mm-hmm. uh, and auditioned as much as I could. Uh, I was fortunate enough to have made somebody that I didn't have to get a job right away, to, mm-hmm. you know, a survival job. So I was able to do that. Uh, but at the end of the three months, it wasn't. I wasn't super successful. I don't think. Uh, I went back to. I had auditioned for Wichita, and at that at that time, they would they would bring you back from New York. Uh-huh. So my first summer here in New York, I went back to Wichita nice. to do uh, my second season there. And um, but before leaving, I before leaving that summer, I thought this is so concrete. This city is so concrete. And I was from Tennessee. I'd gone to school in Oklahoma for mm-hmm. four years. You know, wide open spaces. And I was like, I felt like everything was closing in on me. Mm-hmm. And I lived close close to the park um, in Park Slope. But I was like, I need to get out of here. I need some trees. I need to space. And so uh, I, I went to MTW. And then after MTW, while I was at MTW, or, or I guess prior to that, I found out I, was, I got hired for uh, Tokyo Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So I went from uh, MTW. I drove home uh, and to Tennessee to see my parents. And then from there, I think I flew to, to L.A. and then to Tokyo. And I was there for nine months and um, loved it. Loved it. It was awesome. I hear it's like the coolest. It yeah. is so awesome. I heard your superstars over there. Your superstars, they love you. I got so many gifts. It was awesome. Like, yeah. Yeah, getting I mean, like pictures of you. Oh, I have books now that my kids go through. They're like, oh, Mickey Mouse, my little son who's three, mm-hmm. Felix. And he's like, Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse. And it's me, you know, standing next to him. Or me as John Smith with this god awful blonde uh, yeah. wig. They have awful wigs. And this still, musket. Yeah. Uh, and Miko is, you know, bigger than me. I'm like, it's a raccoon's gonna kill me, uh, and you know, Pocahontas. And I was, I was, I was John Smith. I was Aladdin. I was, I got oh. to fly on the carpet in this show called Feel the Magic, and it was great. I met some of the greatest people there. My one of my did you lip sync? Because uh, like no, we lip synced. Yeah, yeah. That. Um, uh, we had three singers, three female singers yeah. who were like Pocahontas, Ariel, and Belle, mm-hmm. and they sang the the real stuff, and it was. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there were five American uh, can- or Canadian uh, girls and probably five American boys, and then everyone else was Japanese. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, Yokoso, Dozo, Takumi, it was awesome. I mean, it was so much fun. Yeah. Uh, it was great. And um, 
I loved it. It was what I thought New York, like Tokyo was so clean and so cute, like the little areas like Shibuya and Shinjuku and all those great places, Harajuku and all those great places, uh, these little neighborhoods. Uh-huh. Or what I thought New York would be like living in tennis, rural Tennessee, uh-huh, like uh-huh. these cute little shops and it's clean and, mm-hmm. and New York is dirty and, and edgier and it, it was filthier. It was much like Times Square when I moved here was much different than it is now. Right. Um, it was edgy and, you know, whatever. Uh, Boobies everywhere. Crack pipes all over the place. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, but, you know, Japan was clean and the shops were cool and the subways were velvet seats and no one messed them oh. up and there were these paper paper advertisements that would hang down that you kind of everyone ducked under as opposed to like ripping them down like it was to, it's totally different vibe. respect yeah, yeah, yeah totally yeah. uh everything's about presentation there mm-hmm. and um so anyway that was great so then i came back and i moved back to the city uh, after nine months and um uh from there then i think uh Oh, I booked, uh, you know, New York is like this. You could, you live here, and then you get a job, and you go away for a while. Yeah. And then you're here for two weeks, and you go away again. And then you're yeah. here for, um, unless you're lucky enough to just jump in and uh, get a Broadway show, and you live. I was not that person. Uh, I went away a lot. Like, I did the, the South American tour of the Who's Tommy. Mm-hmm. So I went to Brazil for a while. Uh, and did that in three different cities, and then came back... And right away, I went to Branson, Missouri, to the Radio City Christmas Show with the Rockettes. Mm-hmm. And I was there for three months and met great people, friends that I'm still friends with today. Mm-hmm. And that's where I met my wife, Jennifer. She was uh, in the she was a singer. She had been in Branson for three years, working with the Osmonds, singing backup for them. <laughs> and she randomly got called. She had been hired for the Radio City the year before and couldn't do it. And then mm-hmm. they called her and said we lost someone the year that I got there. And she was like, Oh yeah, I'll take it. I'll do it. And she was about to move to New York anyway, so. Um, so we met and fell in love and blah, 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 and the rest of the street. And then we moved back to New York and I had lived in, I was living in Astoria at that moment. I had moved from Park Slope and uh, my college roommate who I knew from Memphis, uh, had moved to New York and we were now living in Astoria together. And then Jennifer moved here and then we got an apartment, uh, on 49th street Good stuff. Wow. 49th Street, uh, between 8th and 9th, right across from Worldwide Plaza. Mm-hmm. 328 West 49th Street, uh, apartment 5RW. It was means it was in the rear, Five, on the west rear side. West, yeah. And it was basically a studio with a wall that made it a one bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was, that was 1998, 99-ish, and it cost us twelve fifty a month. Uh, That's insane. It was a fifth floor walk up, which wasn't fun, but again, we were right there. And at that moment, I had uh, uh, my first Broadway show was this show called The Gershwin's Fascinating Rhythm. Mm-hmm. And I became a religious David Marquez theater dance class taker. And uh, I attribute so much of, of the dancer I am now to him uh, because his style was so perfect for my body. And I loved going to his class and listening to his mantras and mm-hmm. his philosophies and all that stuff. It spoke to me and um, uh, we became, uh, he was a very good mentor to me. And so when the, they, he was creating the show called The Gershwin's Fascinating Rhythm and it was, it was billed as Gershwin Meets Rent. They were taking all these great Gershwin songs and it was going to be a review and, but it was going to be, it was going to be an edgier version. We are going to put a, a contemporary spin on all of it. Mm-hmm. Sure. And we took the show to Arizona, uh, to the Arizona Theater Company, and played Tucson and Phoenix. 
and it was a huge hit and the cast was unreal like Sada Ramirez and oh wow uh, Michael Barres and David Elder mm-hmm. and Karen Lifshay and Chris Gelfi and all of these great great people Orfe I mean all wow. of these wonderful wonderful people and so we did the show in Arizona and it was fantastic Jill Nicholas was this beautiful beautiful dancer Fosse girl and well, she was a, had been on tour with Madonna like she I mean it's oh, just wow. like just amazing group of people and we went and created the show in Arizona and it was a huge success and we came back and we thought oh and uh, unfortunately during that time uh, something happened one night in the show in, in Phoenix and David Elder was doing this lift with Jill and came down and blew out his knee oh. and I was his understudy and had to go on for him and if you know David Elder if you know David Elder you would never want to understudy David Elder <laughs> I saw, saw him yesterday and I was like hey troll he's, he's, he's like one of the most beautiful he's people inside and out and that voice like I can't even say his name to my wife she just blushes she's like David, uh, David yeah. Elder we feel the um, same way I, I think everyone does uh, and anyway so I had to go on for him for the rest of the run and it was you know not fun it was horrible to see what happened to him because it, mm-hmm. it really wrecked his knee for a while but he came back and he's been oh, he's been doing okay. Um, uh, so, but the show came. We were about to open in New York, and or we, oh, we we came we came back. The show closed. We came back, and uh, they were like, "It's gonna might go to Broadway," like yeah, everyone yeah, always yeah. says. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, we got the call and said, "We're going to Broadway in three weeks," but we're recasting. Oh no! And there were like four of us that got that remained with the show. Wow. M- me and Karen and uh, Chris Gelfie and. Sada. Did you play David Elder's role in the Broadway? No, no, no. I was the swing. I, I got. I was the swing and the dance captain when we came to Broadway, and um, it. Uh, but then it became Patrick Wilson and Adrian Lennox. And, wow. But we threw the. Uh, it got the show got thrown together really, really quickly, and uh-huh. we were in the Long Acre, which was a playhouse, and it didn't really fit. It just happened so fast mm-hmm. that. Um, uh, as good as the show was, and New York is hard, you know, and Gershwin is hard to mess with, uh-huh. and people are so like, Gershwin, you know, Gers, yeah. and uh, so it didn't get very good reviews, and it closed pretty quickly, I mean, I think we were open for maybe, I think we did three weeks of previews, and we were open for maybe three weeks, I can't even remember exactly, wow. and, um, it, like, yeah. Mama and brought yeah. a debut, gotta yeah. come fast, yeah, I was on three times in previews, and that was it, um, but it was, you know, it was still a great show and a great mm-hmm. uh, experience, and I met great people, and it was just so fun to work with David on that in, on that level. Um, but you know, as work as it is, you know, the more you work, the more you work, and mm-hmm. so casting directors for uh, Saturday Night Fever it was it, uh, Fascinating Rhythm was one of Bernie Telsey's first jobs casting, hmm, cool. one of their very first shows. The casting associate that was on set. Um, Fascinating Rhythm said, you know, you should go in. I want you to meet Arlene Phillips, who's the director of uh, Saturday Night Fever. Mm-hmm. You should go in for that. So I, she called me in, and I went in, and I met her, and I auditioned like 15 or 30 times. That casting <laughs> process was ridiculous. Extended. It was very long. Uh, uh, and eventually, uh, I made it into the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was in the original cast, and it was an interesting process. It was, uh, it was, that was a, that was an interesting process. I, uh, my, um, this might be too soon, but like, yeah. was that like one of the first movies kind of converted into like a musical? I feel like I'm trying to think of like what was this um, before that? Like, I feel like it was like uh, an early one, don't it you was, think? Uh, yeah, 
yeah, I mean, I it guess wasn't so. as on, on, it wasn't as trend. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, uh-huh. it wasn't like there was. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and uh, the show was fun. It was great dancing. The book was, in, um, but uh, I think they've I think they've come out with a new version. Mm-hmm. They've rehashed the book or whatever. But you know, I, I, and stu- again, stupid me. Like I, uh, I didn't know the breadth and the width and all the uh, that Arlene had done. Like Arlene's in charge. Arlene is responsible for YMCA. Oh wow. She did Grease the movie. She did. She worked with Whitney Houston. She did all these videos. Wow. She's, I mean, um, follow Arlene Phillips official on Instagram, <laughs> and you can see too. Like, mm-hmm. and she, and such a lovely woman to work with. And mm-hmm. she brought all these people from. She'd done a show in Vegas, so a lot of the shows, a lot of the young kids from Vegas, it was their, They were getting their Broadway debut on yeah. uh, on Broadway, making mm-hmm. their Broadway debut in their first show. They came from Vegas, mm-hmm. and uh, the dancing was incredible, crazy. Karine Plantadi was uh, like for moving out. Like she was, yes. she and Andre Ward were the African American couple, and it was mm-hmm. so exciting. And Natalie uh, Willis and Michael Balderrama, who's like Mr. Mm-hmm. Hamilton now, is uh, uh, were the uh, Latin couple. And then James Carpinella and, and Paige Price were Tony and uh, Stephanie. And Orfe was. I mean, it, it was yeah. just. Uh, it was a, 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 such a fun cast, and we were all so young and babies. <laughs> Uh, Brian Bat was the DJ. I mean, it was just so much fun. It was a uh, fun show to do. Casey Nicola was Tony's dad. Really? That's, where I met Kate. That's where I met Casey. That's uh-huh. where we kind of like, uh, we were kind of like considered like the old people in the cast. And I was not that old. Everyone else was just really young. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, so that's where we met. And um, uh, and so, uh, yeah. So that we forged a great friendship there and uh, led to some more work for me. For, from him once he became the Casey Nicola yeah. of the Broadway mm-hmm. uh, yeah so you know uh, again it's it, it became about networking and then yeah. all of a sudden uh, we wanted to go out on the road we got this opportunity to go on the road uh, with Annie Get Your Gun Jennifer and I both mm-hmm. and so uh, we both left she had been doing Beauty and the Beast and I was in Saturday Night Fever and we gave our notice and went on the road and then, was your Annie for that uh, Mary Lou Henner. Mm-hmm. Do you know who that is? From mm-hmm. Taxi. The, uh, she was awesome. Uh, it was awesome. It was so much fun. And we did it with Tom Wopat and Rex Smith. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was that was a fun show too. And again, a, another great group of people, a lot of whom we're still very close with. My car right now is parked at Eric Scotto's house in Jersey. Yeah. Who uh, was on the tour with me. And uh, yeah, it was, you know, again, a great group of people that uh, we still keep in contact with. Um and then, you know, we had sublet our apartment in Washington Heights, and yeah. we, had, uh, we had a beagle at the time, Max, who was our baby. Mm-hmm. And so part of the deal was, you have to watch our dog, and you have to be very good to our dog. Mm-hmm. So we give you almost no rent. <laughs> you can uh-huh. stay in our apartment, and you watch our dog. Well, the people we initially had decided they needed to go away while they were done, and they were going to move. And, but they found someone else, to, and they were like, he's a dog person. He wasn't a dog person. Oh, no. And so six months into the tour, we had to leave. We had to take our dog and put him in like this very fancy, like upstate dog thing, because that's what you do Retreat when you have kids, because yeah, yeah. you're dog. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to pay $900 a month for a boarding of your dog, oh, my where God. they pipe in classical music to this beagle. Who we got it for 80, $85. At the, Another rent. At the, yeah, I know, yeah. at the East Side Animal Shelter, yeah. right? So anyway, so we couldn't afford to be on tour anymore. We had to come save our, save our dog. <laughs> but luckily... I auditioned for 42nd Street, and I got that right away, and Jennifer went back into Beauty and the Beast, so we were, we were okay. 
Yeah. And then I was in Beauty. I was in Forty Second Street for a while, and then I did the workshop of Boy from Oz with Hugh Jackman for a while. Mm-hmm. While that was going on, then that show happened, uh, and I left Forty Second Street to go do Boy from Oz for a year and a half or something, and then, uh, then I came back and finished Forty Second Street. They let me come back in. I was the swing for Forty Second Street originally, mm-hmm. which I loved that show. I met again great people that I still mm-hmm. my, my friends mm-hmm. in uh, uh, Montana who started the theater. Yeah. He was the other swing with me in 42nd Street. When he left 42nd Street to move to Montana and open this theater. Well, there's also so many people in that show. So like you, like, many. Well, yeah. and that show, like, for no expense, it was a huge cast. Huge. Great revival. Yeah. It, it is. is. You can revival. see that great revival right now. The same show is in London. Yeah. <laughs> the new show. Yeah. It's the exact show we did here. Same it's beautiful. It's, yeah, everything. It's yeah, that, le- that revival is, like, so legendary. It's, it's yeah. It was... Yeah. The, uh, it should never have closed. I mean, honestly, that's a show that should run all the time. As long as there's... Peggy Sawyer's or people who want there to always will be and there yeah. always will be there should always that show should be running. I think the house was just so big. We were at the you're at the, the well, it was, was the Ford Center, but it was the Ford. Now it's ne- well, now it's lyric. lyric. Oh yeah, so it was the Foxwoods. Yeah, 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 yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, well, it so it was huge. Harry Potter just moved in forever. Yeah. So. Oh, that's what Harry oh, Potter is well, never leaving. Yeah. That'd be fine. They changed the outside of the building because they're like, what they did to that clean up nails. Like, oh, we're not leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So <laughs> it, it was a great show. I love that show too, and it was great. I love swinging that show. It was so also, it'd be so cool fun. to be learning it for the first time because it's like Randy. It's so like it's him. Yeah. So like it was so much fun. Yeah. yeah most of it was the Gower Champion stuff from original from the original in the eighties. Yeah. Uh, that he was part of too. Yeah. Uh, but then he created this finale too the, yeah. the whole stair the stairs number. yeah yeah but then after you bow there's another whole number that exactly you yeah and that was the very first thing again it's one of those moments that is stuck in my head that i will never forget sitting at the uh we rehearsed uh, uh at the top of radio in radio city at the uh, right that's where that's rehearsed yeah top of radio city um and uh and he taught that finale number first and he started from the last step and moved forward and built the number that way, which was brilliant to watch. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? So you start with like a big finish? and started with the very last, yeah, and built it backwards. Cool. And it was amazing to watch him work. Um, and the number was fantastic. And then all of a sudden he was like, okay, swings are in. And we were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and like, there's this big triangle thing that happened and we were like yeah. all over the, I was like, I, I don't know. Uh, but we figured it out and it was fun and I love swinging that show and Kelly Barclay is a goddess. Yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. A goddess. Mm-hmm. I love you! <laughs> uh, I haven't seen her in years but uh, just a wonderful person. Uh, and so many, I mean, again, so many great people. That's mm-hmm. what I love about this business. And that's why we wanted to move back from Oklahoma. Yeah. While I love my people in Oklahoma too, uh, we just miss those that community. Yeah, it's a special community. Those, it is. Mm-hmm. It's the best um, community to be a part of. You know, I was in, in Fort. Oh, I'll try not to cry. But I was in Forty Second Street during nine eleven, mm-hmm. and you know when that happened, the city shut down. Everyone left, and uh, it was the Broadway community that Giuliani called and said, "You've got to come back and do your show. You've got to come back and get the city back on its feet again." Yeah. You know, and Thursday, the attack happened on Tuesday. There were no shows Tuesday or Wednesday, and Thursday we were back. Wow. And the houses were full of first responders and victims' families and yeah. like all these great people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we uh, and we were so happy to be back to see our family because we didn't know. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, we hadn't seen anyone, and right. so to come back and it was a, mo- a huge emotional. You know, I think we all cried through the entire first opening number, which is hard enough to do when you're not crying. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, 
you know, and it was, you know, and once the, you know, we hit that last finale number and Meredith Patterson was um, Peggy and she came out with American flag at the very last end of that thing. And it was just like, you know, um, it's always, it's what it is. We are the ones that save the world. We're the ones who, you know, we do the benefits for the Sandy Hook victims mm -hmm. or the, the, you know, parking, the shooting victims. And, you know, it's, it's, we are the, uh, I say we're the poetry. We are the ones who create the beauty of the world. Mm -hmm. um, when you know, I I talk about um, you know it was that moment where I really realized like why we do what we do. Um, you know, you think like I'm just tap dancing. You know, I'm just a dancer, singer, yada yada yada. Mm -hmm. da, 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 da. Yeah. But at that moment, you're like, no, I'm here for, I'm medicine for these people to mm -hmm. take them away from their mundane or their horrible lives for two, yeah. you know, the horrible things that are going on. They sit down and they walk away from that stuff for two hours and watch us. And that's our job. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. And we're healers. And um, it was, it was that moment where I was like, oh, I'm not doing this just for me. Yeah. You know, and I don't think I really realized that until that moment. And I was like, oh. Because, you know, you think, like, I feel like I should go to, not, I was like, I feel like I should be doing something more. I'm not going to war. I'm not going to be, a, I'm, I'm not going to join the army. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I needed to be doing something more. And then I, 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 I was like, no, I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. And this is why arts is so important, is that we're the humanity and the poetry and the, you know, the healing force. Yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, and then we decided we needed to leave New York and, uh, uh, Jennifer was working on some songwriting, so we moved to Nashville for a year, and then we just quickly discovered that that was not for us. <laughs> and we were, while Nashville was a great city, and I was, I was teaching at Belmont and National Ballet mm -hmm. and doing some other stuff, and uh, she was trying to get into that songwriting world, which was very, very hard to break into if you weren't born into it or there for yeah. as many years as you have to be here. And we missed our friends, and so we came back. We were there almost exactly a year. And we came back, and we moved... Uh, to Inwood, and I was lucky enough at that moment, uh, Casey had then become Mr. Casey Nicolau, mm -hmm. and he called me and said, or I think I did, I think the first thing I did coming back was the Encores version of Follies, uh -huh. which was unbelievable. That cast was awesome. Who were the four? Real. The four um, leads, it was Sally and... Victor Garber, um, Victoria Clark, okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Michael McGraw, perfect, and... Donna Murphy. Wow. Yeah. And it was <laughs> and it was amazing. Again, they were amazing, but the cast of older Follies women Incredible. Unreal. Like always the, great. Like the understudy to, to Barbara Streisand and Funny Girl. Yeah. She was the Broadway baby lady. Mm. I, I wish I knew her name. I, I'm sorry. Um and, and the opera woman was like this. Diva, like a real opera diva, like I mean, these great people, Jerry, Vicky. And What's, is this a mirror mirror um, number? Is yeah, it, I that love was, that was Joanne Worley, who was amazing. I mean, it was hilarious. Yeah. And, and then the younger versions of them were just as brilliant. Yeah, and it was just in a uh, Casey brought together an incredible group of people mm -hmm. to do that show, and you work on it for like two weeks, and then you're done. Mm -hmm. It goes yeah. away. It's like a phantom. You're like, yeah, hope it comes a revival. Like you're like, yeah. And we thought, oh, let's make this. Yeah. It was before the revival, uh -huh. and so we were like, let's make this a revival. But there's no way they could have gotten these people to be here to do the show. Yeah. Christine Baranski was. Uh, I'm still here. Sure. Uh, wow. I mean, it was unbelievable. But just to stand off and watch Victoria Clark sing that song mm -hmm. uh, in her white dress and just sing was just a gift from God. Um, 
And um, yeah, so I did that. And then uh, then he would call me and said, look, uh, we're about to expand Spamalot to London and uh, everywhere, all over the world. And um, so uh, the dance captain's going to go away. I need uh, someone to come in. Would you like to come in and sing for the, uh, for, oh, wait, no, for, wait, hold up. Confused? Spamalot? No, I think Drowsy, Drowsy was the first yeah. one. Drowsy, uh, he called and said, we need a vacation swing. Mm-hmm. Come in and sing for Phil Reno. And I said, okay, I will. So I went in and I sang for Phil Reno. And I was there for, I think, a month as a vacation swing on uh-huh. Drowsy. Uh, with, like, the the Sutton Mara Davi transfer, like, uh, that mm-hmm. at that time of it. You know, and I had worked with Beth already, Beth Level, in 46th Street. So I was like, oh, my God, what a, again, what a glorious cast to come mm-hmm. into. Yeah. And so I did that for a bit, and then he said, you know, Scott Taylor's going to be going away to do Spamalot mm-hmm. uh, in London to cast that. Can you, would you like to, when you're done mm-hmm. with uh, Drowsy, would you like to come over to Spamalot? And I was like, like uh, let me think of it. Yes, I would. Would I like to come yes. to the mega yes. hit Spamalot? Yes, yes. <laughs> I would. Um, and so I was there, and then Scott came back, I think, and then so I went back to Drowsy. I was like, what is my life that I'm bebopping across the <laughs> alley? Just, yeah, the across the yeah. Just, uh, yeah. And I'm going to pat myself back on the back for a little bit and just a phone call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I was like, this never happens. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, it's because Casey's so lovely and mm-hmm. so so nice. And uh, So I was back and forth a few times uh, between those two shows. And then finally, uh, someone left and I took over a track for good and spent a lot. And that was there till, till it closed. And then it closed. And uh, Casey said, look, I'm doing this show called Elf. Uh, you might know the movie. I was like, uh, yeah, we're going to do the musical. Uh, would you like to be my associate choreographer? And I said, uh, let me think about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we worked on the workshop of that. And again, another wonderful group of people, another fantastic experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's so many moments of that that I can, again, remember like no one's a business. Uh, like just like amazing things happening in that room and watching this thing come to life yeah. over 42nd Street, you know, like working with the amazing David Chase. And he'd, he'd go like, oh, he was, did all the dan- dance arrangements. And he'd mm-hmm. go like, Casey, what do you want this to sound like? Like a 1920s rag? And then he'd just play the song in a 1920s rag. Or do you want it to be like a 50s rock and roll? But, and, and just like changing the same tune over and just watching the creativity yeah. in this room. And you're like, holy moly. It was amazing. And um, yeah, so that was great. Uh, and then all of a sudden, and then I decided to walk away from it all and go teach. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> no, I just got to a point where I had, you know, I had a, a three-year-old daughter, and uh, it was a time for us to like figure out like what we wanted to be, what we wanted to do with our lives, and how we wanted to raise our children yeah. and all that stuff. And we could have stayed here, and who knows what would have, would have happened. Um, but we would need to be back closer to home and family and all that stuff. So it worked out for a good six years, and then we needed to come back. Yeah, and, yeah. and then here we are. It's cool how life just kind of goes like that. You like ping pong, but it's always like good either way. Yeah, and how people intersect through lives. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. David Marquez came to Oklahoma and we did a chorus line at Lyric. Yeah. And, you know, I was able to uh, come back and do the first production of Elf. They let me off at OCU. I remember. It was our our freshman year. Yeah, to come back and like set the, uh, and Casey was lovely and said, you can come back and set the big numbers the first two weeks of rehearsal. And then, you know, that's all, and, and so before, and then come back for tech. And then, and so I was able to do that. And, um, it was, it was great. Everyone was so nice and it worked out so well. And, uh, yeah. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's it. In a nutshell, I just wish you yeah. had been able to like do more. You know what I mean in your performing career. Oh yeah, well yeah. I have to say I was very lucky. I, mean, I, 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 I was telling this to uh, Betsy Morrison, who's the artistic director of Alpine Theater Project, while we're sitting in these auditions, and I see all these wonderful people come in, and you look at all of their stuff on their resumes, and some of them are very long and extensive, and um, and there you see how much work there is, but then you also see how many people there are. Yeah, yeah, and it's amazing that anyone works. <laughs> That's yeah. what I say. If there's or works like over and over again. Yeah, yeah. If you, there's only five men in a show, how do how does anyone yeah. get those five slots? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it really is. I, I've said, you know, it was it's uh, you're right, knowing the right people, being there, and having the goods, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, a lot of people have the goods and never get shot, and so you know, uh, for whatever reason, you know, yeah, um, circumstances out of their control you know I say that now um, a lot that there are circumstances that auditioners don't know that I wish I had known this when I was an auditioner and not the I mean an auditionee and not the auditioner mm-hmm. um, you know you know monetary reasons why we can't hire someone there's not enough yeah. equity contracts so there's you have to have local housing yeah mm-hmm. or you know what I'm saying like but we can't say that to you. I can't say we're only looking for the African American roles, or we're only you know the, yeah. we have to open it up for everyone. And, mm-hmm. You know, but um, but you never know. You just come in and show up and do your job and uh-huh. do the auditioning well, hopefully, and then you might get a job. Yeah, but there's also yeah. that thing where like where it's like okay, I don't need you for this show, but I'm gonna remember you and save your headshot because I'm doing this production right, right. at this theater. So like, well, yeah. I mean, when I I had to run the chorus calls for Elf. Mm-hmm. for the production of the show mm-hmm. and everyone from the workshop was doing it so it wasn't a job to be had and I saw 400 dancers it was just me and a casting associate Casey wasn't there there's was no musical people wow. there and I ran the audition it was me and someone from Telsey and um, she was like and it was it was great for me to do that I mm-hmm. loved it I loved being there and yeah. doing it and I felt bad for all these people there that I was like there's no jobs but you have to we have uh-huh. to do it yeah. um, and uh, but Again, the casting associate was like, oh my God, I've never seen this person. I'm going to call her in for this. I'm going to call her in for this. I'm going to call him in for this. Yeah. And so you have to just show up. Yeah. You yeah. never know why they're, or what they're looking for, honestly. You might think you do, mm-hmm. but someone could have called out of or broken an ankle last night in the show. Yeah. And you're auditioning for the tour. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're on Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. It happens all the time. You know, like Sasha, when she got whatever that first show was. Memphis. Yeah, yeah. From a video. It yeah, happened like that. Like yeah. that, you know what I'm immediately. Yeah, and then boom, 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 Hamilton, like the lady. <laughs> and then Broadway, seven times over. Whatever. Yeah. It just oh happens, gosh. yeah? Yeah, so. She's been yeah. seven? 
No, no. 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 It's on its way up. Memphis and, Soon enough. and Rocky. Rocky. Oh, Rocky. She was so good in Rocky. I didn't see Rocky. Oh, but she, oh, great. What? she had a Memphis and a Motown and Memphis, Motown, Motown Rocky. Rocky. Uh, Hamilton. Hamilton a lot. Uh, she did that Sweet Charity, which I is really, all about. Yeah. And Ashley Brown. Uh, so she's on her way to seven. Yeah, she's yeah, one away. You're good Sweet Charity, right? I was walking, watching a Master of None the other day, and she was like randomly one of like oh really party girls. She like, was on Smash like, too. too. I had her kind of ask you. Yeah, and she taught for a week for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, amazing. I mean, uh, to the kids uh, mm-hmm. to do like Master of She taught for Hamilton and Motown and all this stuff, and she was so lovely. Lovely Sasha. She's amazing. Yeah, lovely. Kids loved her. She's she was cool. just so, you know, just so smart. I have a question about yeah. um, about your performing side mm-hmm. of your career. Yeah. Because, you know, being a part of, you know, Gershwin's Fascinating Rhythm, um, as opposed to being a part of Spamalot, mm-hmm. it's two very different things. You know, it's different. Um, will you talk about what it's like to be a part of a a big smash and then to be a part of something that doesn't necessarily go as well. Yeah. Um, it's just a part of the business. Like it is. Things don't, yeah, don't click. And, um, it's not, uh, it's kind of not your job really to, to comment really on it and just to show up and do your job. And because I loved the work of fascinating rhythm. I loved it. David's, um, vision for the choreography. Mark Lamos was the director. Um, but the David's vision for the choreography, you know, uh, it was a musical review, so, um, uh, uh, it was just incredible to work on that stuff. And so Mm -hmm. what you bring to it and how, what your perspective is, uh, has a lot to deal with, it has a lot to do with how you process how it goes. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, uh... I don't think we all, we really thought of the show as not being a success until it wasn't a success. We thought it was going to be something. Because, sure. I mean, if you were sitting there and you were listening to Sada Ramirez sing The Man I Love, mm-hmm. you're like, how is this not going to be a success? Right. I mean, because it was another one of those moments that I'm just sitting there thinking, oh my God, I will, it, it, unreal. Yeah. And seeing her sing with Patrick Wilson mm-hmm. um, and, you know, and then seeing Michael Barres, who did, who came in to take over for David Elder after he, mm-hmm. you know, or, took, or stepped into that mm-hmm. slot when he came to New York, uh, who sang, who the final number was Who Cares, which was like this kind of like uh, AIDS tribute uh, oh, wow. song. And, you know, we had the big like uh, dream girl lights behind us that all yeah. Yeah. it was awesome. I mean, it was so good. It was and a beautiful number and poignant. And then Karen and Karen Lifshay and, um, Sada did this number called uh, called Isn't It a Pity, and it was set um, and it's called Isn't It a Pity We Never Met Before, and it was it's a love song and uh, Sada was singing it to Karen who was her lover, mm-hmm. and they were getting dressed to go out on the town and it was the sweetest number, but it was probably one of the first numbers you ever seen two women mm-hmm. a love story between yeah. women on stage mm-hmm. and it was the best number in the show the sweetest most poignant and beautiful number. And uh, so we were like, how is this not going to be a success? So you don't really know. So mm-hmm. once you, once you've kind of like <laughs> figured that out, you're like, oh, well, I guess this is not going to last. You just, uh, for you enjoy us, it. Yeah, we yeah. kind of lived in it because we didn't want it to end. Yeah. yeah. yeah so you just they do it as much as you can. Um, I stepped into Spamalot, which was already, already a sure. huge right. success. Uh, it had already been running probably for a year and a half or two by the time I got into it. So that was just interesting finding your place into a show that's already gone. Sure, sure. yeah. 
Whereas doing Boy From Oz from the beginning, yeah. and that thing was a huge, like, yeah. mega hit, mm-hmm. thanks to Mr. Hugh Jackson. Yeah, it was, was, it was like, it was a, yeah. That was experience was unreal. Like, uh, you know, when we're selling his t-shirts at, at for Broadway mm-hmm. Cares for like, no, yeah, we sold his t-shirts for $5,000. But t-shirts with his we, face on it or t-shirts that he no, wore in the show? No, t-shirts that like he wore in the show. Uh-huh. That he wore. I won some Hugh Jackman sweater. In the uh, uh, Right. Uh, for like $5,000 or $10,000. Hmm. A black t-shirt. But the first things we sold were these pumpkins that he signed. Pumpkins. Pumpkins that are going to disintegrate. Because it was around Halloween or something, mm-hmm. I think. Absolutely. Hilarious. And they sold for like $800 or something. Okay. You know, one night like... Uh, 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 John Travolta and someone else was in the house and they were like here come we have him to have a uh, yeah. picture made with him for $500 or something and the, 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 the line the the line was around the theater did you guys win Easter Bonnet that year? oh yeah oh, he, raised, <laughs> he raised a million dollars wow in six weeks which that's the first, insane which was the first we were the first show ever to do that and I think when he came back and did his other show he did it again by himself you know his one man show yeah um, yeah, I mean, he, again, the most lovely, like, the loveliest man, like, mm-hmm. uh, that Australian work ethic of, like, sure, what, sure, you want me to do this? Sure, I'll try, I don't care. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. do whatever. He's kicking like a rocket, dancing, singing. Yeah. He never missed a show. Uh, but, but, so, being part of that experience uh, was incredible. Um being part of Fascinating Rhythm was incredible too. It just ended so soon. And yeah. we were su- super sad about it. And the people who had done the show in Arizona mm-hmm. knew what it really could be. I think when they, we just threw the show up so fast in New York. That is interesting. Yeah. They they didn't, it was only a 10 person show. There's also no so time there was to like advertise. Or yeah, we didn't get a lot of. Um, do any pre sales. Yeah, and, the, and we had created such a bond in Arizona and the show was so, we were so tight as a cast. Yeah. That when it came to New York and half of us were stripped away, it was, it, it was jarring and, uh, it, it, you know, it just wasn't enough time. It just happened so fast. Sure. But, um, but you know, those big shows like 40, I mean, most everything was a success. 42nd street. Um, all, uh, all of those were big blockbuster kind of shows that were just so much fun to be a part of, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, it's just, it was just a, a great, a great time. Like, to just sit out there and just to feel the audience uh, response and do all that extra stuff too. Like I was just talking to Alicia Newcomb, you know, mm-hmm. rocket star of the millennium. Yes. <laughs> and she was talking about doing the Tony Awards. And I went, it's one of those things that you'll never, again, another one of those moments you'll never forget. <laughs> that's that roar. Like we did at 42nd Street, we did the opening number. Yeah. And like, I couldn't even hear the music because the roar of that audience at that, at that time was so mm-hmm. loud. And Gwyneth Paltrow was sitting right there in front of me. Wow. And on the front row, I was like, and doing this number, and again, it was like that being part of that Broadway community was just like unreal. It's yeah. like the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on a tangent. Sorry. What was your question? No, you. Totally <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think we settled it. You totally answered. <laughs> and then I have one more question. Yeah. Okay. Before we do, you, yeah. do we have a game? We do have a game. <gasps> okay. A game? There's a game. I know. Uh oh, I'm scared. It's okay. it's a two parter actually. Oh yes, good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so I just have one more question, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is kind of like the um, philosophical button of the interview, I guess. Okay. Um, what really draws you to teaching and oh. and doing what you're doing now? Um, oh, okay. Because I think a yeah. lot of people have that, and um, right. but I I'm just I'm just curious because I think everyone's yeah. drawn to it for different reasons. Yes. Yeah. No. It, it, 
uh, there was I loved performing, loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was always something in me that thought, this is it? This is it? Like, I can remember being in, wheeling out of my little pink card that I made my first entrance in Saturday Night Fever mm-hmm. to say my line, 798, um, uh, to Mr. <laughs> Fusco, uh, who was buying paint from me, uh, and thinking, there's gotta be more. And not that the show wasn't good, it was mm-hmm. fun, it was fun, I was enjoying it, but thinking, there has to be more to this. Mm-hmm. And and uh, through the, through, through uh, different shows too. I love doing it, but they're, you know, uh, and I didn't know it was going to be teaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when I got the call to go teach, I was like, sure, I'll go back and teach. I would, I would love to. And then I just loved it. I, I loved it. And I think I um, responded well to students who responded well to what I had to offer, Yeah, sure. uh, which was, I had done what, they want to they do, want to do. Yeah. and so uh, and my knowledge was a little bit different than others, mm-hmm. and so uh, not necessarily better or worse, just different. different and a different perspective, and I like being able to give that back uh, to students who who really want to do it because I think the community is such a wonderful thing uh, and such a great thing to be a part of, and we need more artists. Uh, in the world to make it a better place, especially these times that we're living in exactly right now, Mm -hmm. where everything is so messed up. Uh, uh, We need more people who can empathize and sympathize and tell tell a good story uh, that can change the world. And if I could help create those people, I wanted to be able to do that. Uh, and I have always been a lover of dance, uh, and I've never really, it's so funny, I've never really thought of myself as a dancer, I've just been a performer, but uh, I teach, I'm a dancer, I teach, mm-hmm. I teach that, that's what I do. And uh, I love watching people use their bodies to make movement and yeah. to hear music differently, and I love seeing my students succeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the best part of what I get to do, but it's so funny, like I look at them and I never think, oh, I did that. <laughs> I so you know what I'm yeah. saying like mm-hmm. like I look at Sasha I'm like I didn't I, uh, I she kind of passed through me like I think of that too you know or Nick when he's teaching yeah, me stuff yeah. I'm, I'm like it's so like I'm like I, I'm so proud of everyone everyone mm-hmm. and um, uh, but it's just it feels like an extension of me but nothing that I you know I don't take any ownership of anything I just mm-hmm. feel like uh, if if I can inspire or give back or do anything to help propel someone into this journey. I want to be able to because I loved it so much and still do. And I love being on this side of the table now and creating stuff and having people do that. Uh, it's uh, I, I, it's just a, uh, it's really what I, it, it is what I was missing. Hmm. You know, it's what, it's what I was looking for. And so I don't miss performing. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't miss it. Uh, yeah, did that answer your question again? It absolutely does. <laughs> yeah. Because I've been talking circles. <laughs> for sure. Oh my okay, god, I hey, Pearl, hey, Pearl's paper. Okay, I'm yes. so excited about this, this two-parter. Okay, here we go. We have Caleb's choreography challenge. So oh, okay. this is, there's shows written on these pieces of paper. Okay. And you can't say what the show is, but you need to describe oh, okay. it. Describe the... The choreography on how you would do it. If this is a revival, or if you want to do, uh, like... Iconic choreography and Elliot's gonna guess what it is. Do I can I can move? I don't have to. Or I talk. We yeah. are an audio, it is an audio medium. medium. Yes. Oh right, right, right. <laughs> yes, so you won't be able to see me, dude. So, so you yeah. can, can move. Can, can, you can, can but can like, move. but I can say the steps. 
Oh, yeah, you can yeah. say, like, if there's like, iconic moments, yeah. you can okay. describe them. Okay. Um, okay, but here's, the, here's the catch. Okay, what? I might 15 do. seconds. <gasps> you gotta do okay. it. One show in 15 seconds? Yeah. Okay. Ready, set, go. Uh, I can I come or soon? Uh, 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 um, 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 <laughs> uh, can I say three women on a rooftop? Um, yeah, turn the other guitar. Um, 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 uh, girls, uh, boys, and boys being girls. Uh, and yeah, thank you. Am I cheating? Like, give me more. Like, <laughs> when I do this revival, then, how am I gonna guess? Well, I guess I guess be more like. If it, it, backpacks. It, uh, no, like what? Yeah, yeah, just describe like how you would the show. Like okay. describing like choreography terms. Okay. We had we had this problem with uh, who did we do with it? Ricky and Al? <laughs> yeah, because we all wanted to, we want to get it right, so we describe yeah. the iconic moment. Okay, right, yeah. well yeah, okay, so okay. Just okay. Part, set, okay. go. You did I'm that one. Suck. This is gonna be bad. Ah, uh, oh, oh, um, uh, uh, I, uh, the guys would wear like shoulder pads, and the girls are uh, they're in uh, they're uh, yeah. They're gonna, they're, we're gonna, they stomp a lot. They wear boots. They're, it's in, okay. in a southern state. Oh southern god, state. it's horrible. All I caught Horror. Is really, it's like, horrible. Oh, uh, uh, best little whorehouse. <laughs> oh my god. Caleb, your version of the game is horrible. This is, is, this is horrible. so hard. <laughs> I know, I thought I would give hard ones. No, the best <laughs> way to do it is to describe the iconic choreography. Okay, describe a kind of choreography. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not in okay. Brian's brain. Right. I don't okay. know right. how right. to right. conceive best little whorehouse. I'm sweating. Okay, go. I'm terrible at this. All right, here we go. Uh, oh, uh, uh, she comes down from a, uh, a bed sheet upside down. Oh, nine. Yeah, okay. okay how's that? Okay, See, now, now we're on a roll. Yeah, here, right, here, okay. Okay, go. Go. Oh, I don't even know this show very well. Uh, it's Irish or Scottish or something. Yeah, thank you. Nine, six seconds. You're nailing it. Go. There you go. Uh, roller skates in a fantasy world. And it's a terrible show. No. Okay. I mean, I love that show. Yeah. I'm joking. I love it. Go. Oh, um, you said early, earlier, um, uh, when I said the three girls on the roof and, uh, no, uh, no I'm lying, I'm, I'm lying, it's not Turkey lurking. Yeah, but what's the show? Promises. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's hear some choreography for this last okay. one. <laughs> <laughs> Step, kick, 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 kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, um, I don't know the choreography about this, but it was Twilight Tharp and I love this show so much. I'm moving out. Uh, uh, the other Come one. Fly away. Yes. yes. Oh, oh my see God. That. I was hoping you would get. I became so. like this. The, the you know that bald-headed guy that was in the show. Yes, yes. I love. He's the yeah, waiter. The waiter. So uh, this is a moment that, that I had that I'm very embarrassed about. Uh, I came to New York. I was at OCU, and I came and I was uh, taking class at Steps, and I saw I saw come fly away. And then the next day I went to take class and he was in the dressing room. <laughs> As I'm changing, we're both changing. And it's the worst moment ever to talk to anyone in the dressing room. And especially to like be a fanboy. Uh -huh. yeah. And be like, oh my god, you were so good in the show. As you have no clothes on. Uh -huh. Right? But I did that at that moment to him. And, I, and he was looking at me like it was crazy. And I was like, oh, you, I saw the show. You were so good. I just vomited yeah. off yeah. at the moment. And I was like, how embarrassing. <laughs> he won't remember. He probably won't until he hears this. That game went really well. Part two. Okay. This is just also. All right. Easy, breezy. Mm -hmm. Best Easter egg hiding spot. Best Easter egg hiding spot? Yeah, yeah. like 
Like in my yard? Like we made yeah. like in a, in a in a tree. Is okay. Okay. It's terrible. You're gonna. No, in a tree is good. good. <laughs> it's high, so, it's, so they're not gonna fight. Mail, a it. mailbox. I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> Go. Your first New York survival job. Oh, I uh, I uh, I folded T-shirts at a at a. Um, a Motown Cafe, which was very much like Hard Rock Cafe, uh-huh. but it was the Motown Cafe, and so I had to fold the T-shirts to make the emblem, which was very hard because the every shirt had to be mm-hmm. folded differently. It was, uh, I worked in the, the, the gift shop. Cool, terrible. Cool. <laughs> I love that. I like that too. What gets you in a creative mood? Um, music. Mm-hmm. Music. What's like? Yeah. What music is like inspiring you right now. Um. I love big band jazzy classic yeah. like classic music mm-hmm. like uh, like all that sing 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 stuff mm-hmm. all, all that that same like uh, Benny like Goodman, all Sensor that yeah Sensor. all of those things that are like uh, big old school like Broadway yeah. big musical number of things yeah okay OCU memory undergrad or teaching give me like a quick one uh, when we went to Taiwan. Uh, we toured, the American Spirit. That when I was a student, we went on tour to Taiwan, and we performed at these amazing locations for all these great people. And there was one time we were on this in this place up on this mountain, this theater on this mountain, and it was hot as hell. It was raining, and we were all we were doing Tarantella. Mm-hmm. If you know the you know that we were in a um, a closet changing. I mean, basically. And we had to change, and like every, just soaking wet, trying to like change the clothes. I mean, it was, it was a nightmare. That's that's it. How's that for you? <laughs> Great. Okay, so the kids, you got a babysitter. What are your date night plans? Oh, um, going out to a great restaurant, and going to see a show somewhere. Yeah, and we have lots of shows in Syracuse to see all the time. So yeah. Favorite album ever purchased. Favorite album ever purchased? <laughs> oh God, I don't know. God, that's a hard one. What's one that just comes to mind? Um, <laughs> you're gonna laugh at me. I'm going to say it, and I'm gonna take all the ribbing for the rest of my life. But I'm gonna say Yentl. That is a okay. Great answer. <laughs> okay. That's it. Oh, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna qualify it. Okay. I'm gonna live with it. Yentl. <laughs> It is March Musical Madness. Which musical are you rooting for for Best New Musical? For Best New Musical? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, uh, uh, um, uh, the band's visit. I saw it last night. Mm-hmm. Me too. Oh my. I mean, I didn't God. see it last night, but that's it what's so in my good. Mind. Yeah. I'm seeing Carousel tonight in like 20 minutes. Yes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, last one. And I can't believe this is my job moment. Um. I would have to say probably sitting in some of those elf rehearsals mm-hmm. when I was uh, and going, oh, I can't believe I get to work and watch this creative moment happen. Yeah, uh, actually, there's been a lot of those moments in my life. You know, mm-hmm. sit, sitting and like sitting back. You know, that Follies thing was another yeah. one. That all those moments that I mentioned, those moments, those those and those things that still stick in my head out are all of those moments. Like I can't believe I'm th- so thankful. This is one of them. Do you know what I'm cool like, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Where could our listeners find you if they wanted to, like... Oh, if you want to find me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a website. Yeah. BrianJMarkham.com. There it you is. Can check, you can check it out there. 
It'll be updated soon. Elliot, where can we find the podcast at? The podcast is, of course, on Instagram and Facebook at Equity One Podcast and on Twitter at Equity One underscore. And you can always email us at Equity One Podcast at gmail.com. Caleb, where can the people find you? They can find me at Caleb Dickey on everything. And you? I'm at Elliot Maddox on everything. Until next time, everyone. Cheers! Cheers. Cheers. It's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.